0: welcome
1: welcome 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 to, welcome to unsinkable <laughs> oh, <really>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this time on unsinkable wait the person wait 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 the person that wanted you went and beat up your boyfriend yes <laughs>
2: oh my
0: god i'm sorry i'm sorry and i'm
2: sorry i'm sorry
0: they- and
1: you look like Martin from that episode,
0: lumped up, no. and I just couldn't.
1: And see, Ooh. I saw a flaw instead of seeing the person you was, because you got hurt. And first of all, I guess that was heroic. That was like poetic, right? Like, dang, you was defending my honor. I love, like, <laughs> like, but I didn't react like that. And you know, and still now, you know, and sometimes I feel like you know, it was. It's the whole cycle. Did I mess this up? Did I regret? Uh, um, did I right. miss it? should I have just stayed a bit longer. Would it have really worked out? And God is saying, no. I need you to cleanse. I want to cleanse you from that because where i don't want you to go into the next is with that baggage with that residue and i feel like god has really been working on me and he even
0: hey y'all welcome back to unsinkable it's steven
1: hey what's up y'all it's nina
2: hey i'm Gigi. hey y'all it's your girl
0: Nathisa. and today from today's title you see is a father's love we're gonna be talking about some relationship type things because it's <laughs> february so Auntie nina um you want to let us know what we're talking about today
1: um yeah so today's uh topic is a father's love and um um this one really plagues my heart um because one go listen to february's word two because um we know that Um, fathers play a big role in how we learn to love others how we get into um, relationships and be intimate um and that's whether for um men or women and i want to um See how your earthly father versus um, a father's love from your earthly father um, versus your heavenly father, how did that affect you in relationships and how did that affect your relationship with even getting intimate or close to God and how it was when you found out how God love actually played a huge role in your life when you accepted it. Because I think sometimes if we don't have it, it's even hard to receive it. Or if we have it, has it um, made it easier for you to love on God and accept God as your father, accept Him as Abba, because that's where I'd be intimate. So, um, I just want to focus on um, that and how it plays roles in your relationships.
0: Okay, okay, okay. This should be an interesting talk. I can't wait to get to the SOS. But um, anyway, um, hmm. I feel like that's one thing because even me, and you talk about it personally sometimes. Um, like in my life, my parents play a very huge role in like the way that I deal with God and feel about certain things and me and God relationship and we working on it because child it's a whole lot um because I even talked about it on one of the recent prayer calls that we just did um how like growing up like I've literally only had like like I could count how many whoopings I had on my on one hand and so like not having this well, like like I got disciplined but not in a sense of like physical discipline like you know like discipline that would actually make somebody not do something again like I didn't get that type of discipline so (laughs) like I have a hard time with like disciplining myself like that's one big thing that me and God be going back and forth about self-control and just not doing what I want to do because I very much grew up doing what I wanted to do, when I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do it because I knew I could. And so it'd be hard now. It'd be hard having to, you know, do what somebody else wants you to do out of genuine want. But that's the biggest thing. And that's why, like, I feel like that's one thing that makes it easier because it's out of wanting to do it. Like, with parents, they try to make you do things or, you know, you feel obligated to do stuff. But with God, it's like, no, I'm going to give you that option to do it. And, yeah, it makes it, it makes me, for me personally, that just helps me with, like, doing things for God because it's out of a want to do. Like, I want to do things for God. So, yeah. Um, Anybody else? Y'all, what's you y'all your relationship with God and parents and things of that nature?
2: So, um, on a topical level, my dad and I, he, like, he only give me side hugs, and I know it's, like, because a respectful thing, but I know other fathers are, I guess you could say, more physically intimate with their child, of course, in a non-sexual way, but like, you know, like, my friend, um, her and her dad, and we having, you know, fun together, like, they probably, like, like, just like play fighting, like father and daughter do. I don't know how it's thinking. Mm-hmm. And it seemed weird coming out of my mouth because me and my dad don't do that. Right. Like, I'm not saying I want to play fight with my dad, but it's like the physical the physical intimacy thing, the physical closeness is not there. It's just kind of always been weird, you know? He, the mm-hmm. way he shows affection physically is like patting me on the head <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Because of that and because of that and like our kind of standoffish relationship with some things, it made it hard for me to have regular guy friends, like just male friends, um, to make male friends. Like all my friends be talking to the dudes at school or just on a friend level. And it's like I can't do that. It's like I can't do it how they do it. They have so many and it's not like they're trying to go talk to them or anything or be romantic with them. They just have guy friends and it's like I. it's so hard for me to comfortably do that. Um, my mind immediately goes to, oh they're trying to talk to you Gigi. They just want to be in a relationship with you. My mind automatically goes to a romantic level. It takes it to a romantic mm-hmm. level and it's not really supposed to always go there. Right. So my relationship with my dad kind of it it, it it helped that. Um, on a deeper level my dad doesn't always follow through on the, the plans that he makes um, because, you know, there's there's uh, some spiritual bondage there that he's going to get freed from. But there's a lot of things that he promised to do or said that he wanted to do and did not follow through on yet. He's getting much better now, definitely. But in the past, it's been like that. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at God, it makes it a bit harder to trust him because if you're my father and my earthly father can't follow through on what he says, are you going to do the same thing? Like, how can I know that I can trust that you're going to do what you said you're going to do? You know? And so, having my own relationship with God, personal relationship with God, and him teaching me through, you know, me being afraid of the dark and going to sleep in the dark when he tell me to, and I wake up just fine, didn't get attacked in my sleep or nothing like that, spiritually attacked in my sleep. You know, it'll help me trust him. If he say he's going to do something, God is going to do it. And and just being intimate with God helped me learn that. And learn that my father, my earthly father is human. So he's going to make mistakes, but God isn't. It definitely did reflect on my relationship with God. My, my relationship with my dad definitely did reflect on my relationship with God. And in those ways, um, I, I, I be feeling like, you know, every man that God let me see is for me. <laughs> when it's not like that and that um God may not follow through on what he says he's gonna do for me. So yeah. Well
3: so, um me and my dad I, I wanna say we could have been close, but my dad was like he was a nice my whole life if I'm being honest. Like it was like a few very few times I actually see my dad face to face. Outside of visit him, visiting him um, in jail, and uh, uh, I think after a while, I finally just felt like like you must have been doing this on purpose because now you got daughters and you continuously going to jail. Like you must be just avoiding us and avoiding life and stuff. So mm-hmm. me and my dad had like a, a rocky relationship at first, and um, but well not at first. After a while. It's not too much to say on that because I really couldn't talk to my dad. Like, he would call, like, my, I don't know, like, once, or twice every year. And, like, I don't know, because I found out he was talking to my grandma and stuff. So, I was like, oh, so then you're literally not talking to me either. I was like, all right. So, when I got to God, I don't really know what I was expecting. I guess it was just, like, a, I don't know. Like, I wasn't expecting him as a father, but I wanted him that. And I was just like, but I was still kind of skeptical because I'm like, everybody who comes in my life, like even my earthly father left me, like why wouldn't you do the same? Like, like what, what's going to make you different? And then, um, I don't know, it came with a lot. Like God helped me actually forgive everybody. And then now I feel like he's taking me in and, and like showing me like what it's like to be a daughter because I never knew what that felt like. So I didn't know what to expect or nothing from a male or from a father. So I don't know. I feel like he grew that out of me. And I feel like he worked out for my better. And now me and my dad can actually have a better relationship. And we do have a better relationship now. And I don't know. He just helped me be more understanding.
2: All,
1: right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> all of that is good. I think I relate to both Gigi and uh, Naya a bit on this. Um, I- <laughs> My, <laughs> my my sperm donor wasn't there but vividly I know there's trauma there with my biological father I have never seen his face but um there's like no picture no nothing nothing no trace mm. of him and um it was done like that on purpose and that's like a testimony for another time and so I don't even know what he looked like but all my life I hear even when I was younger that, oh, she looks just like such and such. And like the adults always try to be like, don't talk about like, don't bring his name up. And Mm. I know his name. And, you know, as you grow up, you start to think like how I look like somebody I've never met that I've even seen or that I can't recall the face of. And I know that there's something there. And as I grew and got older, as a person who dreams, I kind of dreamed of some things that Mm -hmm. happened, but it's still kind of foggy, like, you know, you're trying to decipher, was this real life? And when I exposed it, what my dreams was to um, a family member or two, they look like they saw a ghost. And um, they was like, we can't talk about it. And again, I'm grown and they don't want to talk about it. Now, my, he's my stepdad, but I'm gonna say my second dad, because- he never so called me his stepdaughter. He just called me his daughter, you know, and he's my younger sister's father and very, you know, he he's all I know if you want me to be honest. Like, if there's a face of a father, it's him. Of a dad, it's him. And um, I, I agree with Gigi. Like, he's not really, like, you know, <laughs> He like, I don't know. He don't pat me on the head, Gigi, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not about to... I, I don't know if I'll play fight with my dad, but I do know my dad will pull up if somebody act crazy if you want to, you know. Mm-hmm. He always had right. detrimental moments. I saw him on back to school nights. Like it was like as a figure in the household, I know it was there, but then him and my mom got divorced and solely it was, again, back to just us. You get what I'm saying? And so those kind of relationships, definitely how it played the role because it's like even growing up, like my dad My second dad mother was telling me one time as a child, like, he's not your father. You know, he's not your father. Like, I don't know why people was coming at me so hard as a child to get me to identify that he's not my real dad and that, and then ask me as a child. So what do you think happened to your real father? Like that happened all while I was growing up and mostly without my mother's consent, because my mom probably don't even know. And, you know, and I always kept things in, like I would never expose people because I wanted the love where I can get the love from. Like, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. something you should probably share with your mom or somebody that people's attacking you like that. And, um, so that affected my relationship with God. And that's probably one of the things why I could not identify like one that he will want to accept me or want me in. It took me a long time to get to him. Um, and two, to even really understand he was my father, because when I gave my life to Christ in 2019, I used to just be like, Lord God, like I never really understood the father. Abba, aspect, I heard people talk about it. Then, around late 2019 into 2020, I started calling him father, but there was a disconnect. There was no like Abba, there was no like, oh, you're really my dad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, you know, because I found fault with so many. And then think about it and in one, I never seen and I don't remember the face of the originals, the original one. So, I don't, I can never see your face so how I know you real. So how I know, you know, so it was that plague. And then it was just like, you know, I'm not, um, I had a dad, but everybody wanted to tell me he's not my real father. And then I looked to God and I'm like, well, are you my real father? You know, do you accept me? So accepting that Jesus says, yo, you become a son too. You become a daughter too. Was it, it was just hard. And it was hard for me to be vulnerable. But I remember, um, I was on this, um, like we was it was this uh, boot camp they called it a boot camp uh, a spiritual boot camp and um one of them was um about it was called uh, the boot camp was called um relationship with your daddy or relationship with your dad, right? Like to identify like Abba. And I was on there and this girl gave her testimony. And I remember just on 410, 2020 I had a breakthrough that even though I was calling God Father, there was no identity. I would never call him Abba. I couldn't relate to Abba. Like it goes beyond Father, like that relationship. And right then and there, some walls broke. Like that was a breakthrough for me where I cried. I weeped on the floor. Um, I had to give forgiveness. And I even put... um. <clears throat> I said, um, I'm so grateful you allow me a space and time to catch and receive and receive that. You know that, you know, the daddy issues I deal with and I'm sure I need to speak with you more, but I have been opening up, help me. And I said, dad, I I know our relationship has gotten closer. Just from that one thing, I felt like God pulled me in like at that moment. And it's like, well, tell me what hurt. Why did your earthly father hurt you? Why do you feel like it's so absent? Why can I get through? Because for a long time before that time, I would come to God. I would pray. Like I was doing the dizzle, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, I was still in this moment backsliding, you know, with some things. And it was because I wasn't being vulnerable with God. I would refuse to tell him what hurt because you might not care. Are you even my real father? Can you really fix it? You get what I'm saying? And so that helped me um, pull me in so I can tell him how I really feel. And that's important to me because as a kid, I grew up with a lot of trauma. That happened either under the nose of my parents, that happened when they sent me to places that's supposed to be safe. And I never revealed it. I never speak on it because I never want to hurt other people's feelings or relationship or cause them stress. And that was like a lot. That's a lot to carry as a child. But when I started talking to God about my issues and the things that I was dreaming and it was confirmed, he said, yes, I kept you. He said the enemy wanted you since you was young he was like but i kept you and so a lot of stuff i had to block from your mind because for your young mind it would have been too heavy for you to to receive you know to carry and so he slowly leaked it back to me and um so now you know it's easier from for me to love god and that shows a lot in just even my relationship growing up with boys and boys and girls but especially boys because at some point in time um i just did what i thought was supposed to be done as a girl for boys like writing. like i remember child y'all know i always got a story never mind you know what
0: (laughs) tell it tell (laughs) it tell it
1: (laughs) i oh lord i remember one time i think i was in like fourth grade i remember my teacher mrs wimkin right
0: (laughs) i'm sorry jesus
1: (laughs) don't do her god bless her soul i wonder how she is um And I wrote this letter and let me tell you how smart I was. Let me tell you how smart the enemy is and how he'll play on your perversion. I wrote this letter to a guy, right? To this boy. He wasn't a guy. And I'm in like fourth grade. No, I was in fifth grade. Mr. Wimpkin was my fifth grade teacher. And, um, I didn't, and I wasn't the best at spelling. I'm still not the best at spelling words. I might drop a vowel, or a consonant, something. You get what I'm saying? And so he, I wanted to write this letter and he was a twin and I wanted to write this letter to this boy. And I remember I stayed up in our family room and I got a dictionary to make sure I did not spell any word wrong. And I looked it up and did, I remember we went to the science lab and I gave this boy the letter and um i got caught or he got caught one of us got caught passing i got caught probably passing a letter to him or him giving it back like you know and they took it and you know i don't want no teacher to see the letter because i was writing some things in that letter that at fifth oh grade I been writing in that letter okay oh
0: lord <laughs> it was not the
1: way and, you know, back then, they embarrass you. Come, bring it up. Read it in front of the class. Mm. I was like, not me. No, you wouldn't. And so I crumbled it up. And they was like, I want you to read it. And so the teacher was like, give me the letter. And I was like, I threw it away. They made me go back to the science lab and get the letter. And at least I had to read it in front of the class. And the teacher' face turned so red when she had me outside in the hallway reading this letter. And she said, how do you not spell these words? Who wants you to write like this? Because, of course, she grades my spelling test. And she's like, you don't even spell this to write.
2: You know, I'm it's crying it's
1: the desperate need for a, that attention but I do it in the wrong manner and it was like I went to the extent to get the attention that like you know you know if I would apply myself in other ways like why I didn't pick up a dictionary to study for my spelling test but I did right. to get his attention and he didn't want me, and he rejected me. So I always had, like, a plague of rejection going on. Like, you get what I'm saying? And now that I think about it, he wasn't even cute. God, I'm not sorry, because thank you. Ooh. He wasn't even all that Bye, y'all in <laughs>
0: fifth grade. You don't know what he looked like now. <laughs> like, don't I do know do what him. he look
1: like now, honey. It ain't Ow. the way. Okay. Ow. But so I've been delivered. But no, but seriously, so that affected even my relationship was how I seen guys. And I always understand, like, even when um I get in... To relationship I was never comfortable with a man or with a boy like it was it was really uncomfortable so besides the sexual part like because that's what you're supposed to do right that's what they tell us that's that's it your girl your boy have sex but outside of that there was never no it was like always a disconnect because I don't know how to be around you like what am I do you really make me nervous but I couldn't tell you that Mm. so yeah
0: yeah, I feel like that's one thing that, like, just in a relationship with people falls over into my relationship with God. Like, me feeling like I can't say certain things to him. Like, and I, like, and that's, and it's crazy because I'm one of the main ones, like, that'll always tell everybody, like, you can say anything to God. You can be honest. And, like, I do be honest. Like, I'm not sitting up here saying I don't, but, like, the, un- like, I'm genuinely uncomfortable with telling God certain stuff. Like, I will really sit there quietly for, like, 30 minutes and be like God like you know I don't want to say this right now like I don't want to say it like we'll be thinking it but I don't know and that's just like something that with me growing up like I have no problem thinking stuff and internalizing stuff but I cannot bring myself to physically say certain stuff and be honest about stuff and let it come out because I don't know and I don't know and I'm still working on that with God like what is that what is that about because like one, I guess one situation that I will say goes into play with that is because I, so when I was younger, so I, did I tell it on here? I don't think I told it on here. I think I told it on my, on my podcast, but um, like when I first came out to my mom, like this was like, what, seventh grade. Um, I came out to my mom and then like maybe some weeks or a month or two later, I don't know when, but like. I went on a date with this girl and I had told my mom that I was going on a date with her. And the, like, the first thing this, yeah, and this is why I love Jesus and that I'm able to forgive and, you know, just move past stuff. The first thing that came out this lady mouth is, oh, so you don't like boys no more? <laughs> so then it was like, like, in my seventh grade head, it was like, why is that the first thing you thought of, ma'am? Mm-hmm. Like, what like what like what (laughs) and so then the fact and then still because the fact of no I it's not that I don't like not like them anymore I'm just going on a date with a girl so that's what you were supposed to be focusing on and so I have a hard time with telling guys certain things now because it just feels like if I'm not fully if I feel like Cause like y'all, I feel like y'all on here know me enough to know, I will say some things and like, none of it'll make sense, but it like, I just be talking sometimes. And so when I talk to God, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I can't say certain things because if I don't fully follow through with it, he's going to feel some type of way. And it's going to like negate our relationship in a way. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And so... Yeah, I feel like just my relationships with people, like I don't like saying things out loud. Cause even I need to tell you, I sit on the phone 10 minutes before I say some some hard <laughs> stuff that I be having to say sometimes because I just don't like saying stuff out loud. Like it's very awkward and it makes stuff real. Like that's that I feel like that's what it is. It makes it real because it's like, oh, you said it out loud. Like once you say it out loud, like it's true. <laughs> like it's really true. It's not in your head, it's not Speaking of your, your imagination. is not between you and God. Like, it's true and it's out in the world. It's just weird. I don't know.
1: I identify with that. That was, that ex- exactly how you explained it was the beginning before my breakthrough with God. Like, if I say it, it's real. Like, you can keep stuff in your head. And I literally wrote that. I said, even though I know you know my thoughts, it's so much I want to tell you. Right. Like, you know, he's like, and I know, but he wants us to open our mouth and like, and it's like yeah. part like confession. And it was always hard because if I say, God, um, I don't like how I felt after I slept with that guy. I feel like I'm disgusting. I feel like, why did I do that? Why did I do those things? He wants to hear it to be like, because then what happened if I like, yeah, you slept. You a whore. Sorry. Um, Right. Like, like, you know, yeah, you dirty. You just as you thought. But he never says that. And I was scared to trust him with that because, you know, that it also comes with that. Those disconnects come like the fact that you said, why would you focus on? I was going out with a girl. So now I can't trust telling you what. Right. Like if something else goes different and it was a trusting and he said, you could trust me with it. Like, I'm not here. He was like, you know, I even though I have righteous judgment, I'm working on you. And therefore I don't judge you as the world judge you as they judge you. And I had to understand that. Whereas other people say super stuff. So when I tell guys like, you know, I'm trying to date guys and I used to date women, you know, and I try to devote, like, I try to, you know, not like be comfortable, let you in to let you know where I'm at. The moment I didn't want to have sex with them. Oh, you must be seeing some girl. And it's like, why are you saying that? Like, why are you saying these things? I trusted you to tell you that about my past, about, some things that I like about some things but if I'm dealing with you I'm dealing with you and like I feel like people use those things for like ammo and it's like you know what yeah. I never want to tell you nothing again because this is where you go because what does the apple have to do with that pear over there this is a clearly a pear I know that's an apple I'm not I'm just saying I'm not in the mood today and then the moment I give in and I it's a scum and I give you what you want you're good but then after that you use that same thing against me and it's like you you right. You're focusing on the wrong thing. How about focus on why I'm just not trying to get intimate with you like that? How about you have a conversation with me? How about you try to, you know, allow me a space to where I can open up? And that's like, and that's really hard, which is funny because y'all know that barrier had to be broken because I be on here on here telling y'all wild stuff, on prayer calls telling y'all wild stuff that I have no business telling y'all, but I guess it is my <laughs> so but it feels freeing like i don't feel yeah. much as much weight and 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 that was me like i literally identified with how you explained it i used to sit there like i can't because then i have to look myself in the mirror once i say it out loud and
0: right I All right.
1: and so that was that that's that was that's hard I
0: like feel i feel like what's it called Because even in that situation, like just my, my, me at the time, my mind, and me now looking back at it, like it just, like I feel like it translates over to my relationship with God because it makes me afraid that, like, because we know with God, like with God, He's focusing on your progression, on how He's working things out of you. So now with me knowing God and me looking at that situation, I know how God would respond. God would respond it. Focusing on the proper things. But in that moment. It just showed me that like. Oh you don't like. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to work on me. But you're focused on. What what you want out of me. Like mm-hmm. did that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you're focused on the fact that I like boys. But you're not focusing on. The progression of it. Of okay even though he may. St- he may like. Because I feel like the thought might have never crossed our mind. Like. Oh, he may still like boys, but let me be happy that there's some progression there. There's something going on there that I don't know about. Because even in that situation, like, I I had told her maybe, like, some months before that, like, I feel like I want to go to therapy. Like, I just be sad sometimes for no reason. And, like, nothing really happened, like, after that, like, okay. But then after I came out and things like that. Next thing you know, I'm in therapy sessions, and mm-hmm. in my mind, at that time, as a child, and it was a Christian therapist and things like that. But at that time, as a child, I'm just like, "Oh, I'm in therapy now. Like, oh, okay, I'm happy." Until the therapist start asking certain questions, and it's like, "Oh, yeah, like this is why I'm here." Mm-hmm. You like mm-hmm. so, and it's so it just like it scares me in my relationship with God because it's like, "Are you more focused on my sin than I think you are?" Like, is it more about m- my outward appearance to you than I think it is? Mm. Or it like, is it really a inside thing? Because we know as Christians, it's about the inside. It's about your mindset. It's about how you truly feel about certain things. Because we know as people, our hearts is deceitful and our minds will play tricks on us. So although you are still out here maybe wilding and doing stuff... As long as your mind is progressing and you and you are understanding, okay, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, but this flesh is too much for me. I don't yeah. know how to fight yet. So <laughs> it like and God's not going to condemn me for what I'm doing because He knows. Like God's if God is working on you, not don't focus on the outward, but don't focus on the outward because it was a time when I was smoking still, where like I would still have to sit there and tell myself like. God, I know, like, I know one of these days, like one of these days, I'm I'm going to stop. And it was just a sense of like, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to get back there now because there was a point where it was like I was just allowing God to work on me rather than me trying to work on myself. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good. No, it's that's been a lot.
1: Really, that's, that's really good because I love how you said that, like, I came to you about, an issue of what I felt on the inside but once I came out and made another issue on the outer appearance you like oh I'm gonna go but why didn't you touch it see God right. and, and and that's how it is how we have to separate it from earthly because it's like you know he's above all when your mother and father forsakes you he says that I'm there he right. said the way they hand you they won't and, and you like in the after some point like you said you felt a bit of betrayal like oh that's why I'm here I'm not here for what I originally was saying I thought I was heard
0: I thought right. I was
1: seen, you know. Like I needed this then, and then maybe the the way things would have came and progressed, it would have been better for everybody. You get what I'm saying? You probably right. much sooner, if you want to be honest. If you would have just let me um tell you, but that is that is so good because we do do that. You know, we think like, oh, oh, I could fix what you just came out, but what God loves to do is get to the root of things. And it's yeah. like, well, son, why why are you sad? Let's really focus on that, though. Like, okay, I right. hear that. I, I okay, okay, I, I hear the boy's situation, but I want to know why was you sad? Like, what's been what's been going on before this? Like, what's been going on in your mind? Like, you know, personally, like, what is, what is up with you? And I like that how God, he he realizes it, but he doesn't want to. Like, he doesn't even treat us as as we deserve. <sighs> he doesn't even as our sins deserve he'd be like he's so he's so gracious he's so merciful that he's like i want you out of that so that's not what it is and even when we look at jesus and him sitting with the samaritan woman he 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 came and he sat with her he talked with her he sent his disciples away who would have just been like you know what um jesus let's go like a, just a major distraction don't distract distract me from what the core problem is because look at her she's coming out to avoid people to draw water at the time of day when it's the worst time to draw water. You got some men... First of all, I want to know. I know it was the... I guess it was the woman drive job, but why this man that's in the house ain't drawing no water? He ain't even in town. He's in her house. Just laying up, probably driving her car, her camel.
0: One thing, Right, because one thing I always get confused about that because people call her a prostitute, but I feel like that was her man. Right. Like, they just wasn't married. Yeah.
1: Right. Like, she was just continuously, and he was like, "Right, not even yours. But he didn't focus on that until, like, he asked her, but he wasn't focused. Like, that wasn't his goal. He's like, okay, now let's get past that. Let me get to you. Right. Like, I want to get to really what what the root of this is, and I think that's good because sometimes we do, let's be real, we tell somebody something, and once we do, that's
0: all they can see in us, right? And that's Dang. that's a one very big thing that uh that plagues me. That's still an insecurity for me. Like I, like I feel like that's how we fall into these cookie cutter looking Christian types because mm. we don't want to say, "Oh yeah, I backslid last week." We don't want to mm-hmm. say, like we don't we don't want to open up and be honest about the mm-hmm. true walk of it. We don't want to say like. <clears throat> like what we struggle with because once we say we struggle with we because and that's the thing as humans it like I, I truly honestly that is what happens like you start to see well i mean things that people tell you about themselves you take into account as
1: yeah. yeah
0: in different ways of course people do because people of the world will that that's your identity now Because that's how you get like the LGBTQ community and things like that. Because you identify with how you feel instead of what God says. But it's just like, it's scary. It's very scary to tell people certain things about yourself. Because what if every time you see me now, that's all you see? Yes. That's all you see. And so every time I open my mouth about any situation, you immediately go to, oh, you responded like that because of this. Right. or you responded like that be, like right. and it's just like no that's just like <laughs> you don't see me as a human in my human experience right now and that's why i feel like that like it's that simple It's that right. simple
1: no that's good that is that is so good because you know it's nothing wrong to check in and be like well it was it that no oh that wasn't what you said okay so what's going on like right. what's really bothering you like you gotta dig and and one thing i just don't think we listen enough because mm-hmm. it tells us to um be slow to speak so do here so talk about it let me know how you feeling and that's something that god is even working on me about because you know we could come into and get saved and we order sometimes we forget where we was and you still ain't too far removed and i always say that because i love the word that you gave on one friday refresher how sin is crouching at your door Mm -hmm. My flesh is right here crouching. I dare you to give in. I'm just waiting. You get what I'm saying? And we don't go around and I don't feel everybody go back like, oh, like comfortably. Oh, I backslid. Like I did this. Like even when I'm fasting, I can know what's still there. I know like my flesh reveal how it's still there, how it still wants me to do things. And that's part of me dying and saying, you know what, God, I, I, I need you right i need you cuz i can't do this by myself and i don't trust myself with myself so i need you and if i don't trust myself and i don't trust people i need to trust somebody in this and that's how i feel with you know i didn't trust to when i was getting told things as a kid or things happened i didn't trust to tell a parent and then i didn't trust the parent will react re- react in the way that i needed like it's such a trust thing that it was just like it was no vulnerability so I agree because I don't want you to look at me as that. And when we come before God and, and by the blood of Jesus, he doesn't look at us like that. He actually right. love and be like, I, I love you enough. Like I'm going to correct you, but I love you enough that I need you to come here and I need you to talk to me. I need you to be honest with me. I need, mean, yeah, I know I can see all things. Nothing surprises me, but you tell me. I need you to start the conversation. And I think that's so good that I don't know. Like how does that, how did that affect you guys in like, intimate relationships with people with your um, with partners how did that affect you how was your communication why did was your relationships failing do you under do you see where you might have been the problem in the relationship can I just say that no
0: I'll let y'all go first because if I yeah. answer this question, it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole book because, child, I was the problem. Well, I'm I'm gonna say that. Long story short, I was the drama. I was the villain. I'm the villain. I like I'm the villain, y'all. Very much. Like, of course, of course, we're, like that's the thing though too. Okay, and then I'm gonna let whoever go go. But the thing about being a villain is sometimes you have valid reason. You have very valid reason to be the villain and be the drama. But at the end of the day, once you come to Jesus, you realize that there's literally no reason. The fact that yeah. literally everything could be an excuse to do something and have an um a response to or a reaction to, literally everything is no. You you can't. You can't. You can't. Because, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> because very much. And I felt like I was very justified in all of the stuff I did while I was doing it. But at the same time, it was like, okay, no. No, you you shouldn't have did that.
3: Come on, y'all. Tell us how y'all was the drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know. At first, I think I was actually innocent in a Because I actually loved relationships in the beginning. Um, But I think after a while. I don't think my dad issues got into this, though. I think that was just all me and the person. It was just between, strictly between me and that person. Like, mmm. Like, we would, I would date people and we would be cool. And matter of fact, I, mean, I would always have like a little bit of a wall up. But it wasn't really nothing bad. It was nothing bad. Like, I don't know, because my dad really did. I don't feel like he affected my relationships with boyfriends. I think they did. And I just started to hate relationships. And then I just started to wild out. But I don't think nothing about my dad. So how how, how did they how did they mess up the relationship? How was it then? Cut, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, first off, I'm dating somebody. And we cool. And everything going right. They would either, they would probably like cheat on me with my aunts or something. Wow. One of my friends. Um, or they would just start like. They switch up out of nowhere. And then I remember at one point, I was like, oh, are y'all going to keep doing me dirty? I'm going to show y'all what dirty really look like. And then I just started wilding out. And, yeah. So but I don't, don't think it had it? nothing to do with my dad. You I don't see father- it? You don't Why? see it? I just heard
1: it. You don't see it? You said that your father wouldn't call you. He would speak to who? You only um, see him how many times? And they would betray you with who? Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am.
3: Mm. All right. Because <laughs> I didn't to see that. All right, but I knew like it affected me with people like my mom had in her life. I knew that. Like um, mm. like they would come in and be like, yeah, my daughter, my daughter, like they would just automatically like me, but I would never like them. Like you had to do, you ain't had to do nothing. I would just never like you. Like why are you calling me a daughter? Like my earthly father ain't even here. Why would I want you to be my dad? Right. Like, I didn't want nobody. And I felt like it also messed up my family relationship because, like, my mom would be worried, like, or they would complain to my mom, like, she's not talking to me. She's not saying hi. She don't say none of this. And, like, she'll leave a room when I come in the room and stuff. Then my mom would, like, yell at me and get on me about it. And I'd be like, y'all want me to like this man so bad. And I, I don't want to, like, just leave me alone about it. If you just leave me alone about it, we would have these issues. But it was really coming from a heart place. Mm hmm.
1: Mm. so have, how how do you feel now though about even accepting relationships I don't know if your mom is dating or she's married yeah, she had a, a boyfriend and what about you and you how you feeling right now in your current state where you're at right now how do you uh-huh. feel about what is your mindset towards a relationship or and what do you feel you will are you ready to start dating
3: so I'm gonna start with the stepdad because it's easier Me and my stepdad, I feel like I'm starting to open up a little bit more and stuff like and he's showing me kind of almost like kind of like a dependable dad like um, if I'm stuck at work and it's snowing or raining and stuff he will call me like lift home and stuff and like that's how my mom wouldn't even do back in the day like I would just be stranded and have to figure out how to like get home and stuff. Um, he'll cook like if I'd be like oh can you make my favorite meals he would do that and like he is there like he like a respectable dad like a a protector so like it's easier for me to open up but it's still like baby steps I'm taking with him Mm. um in relationships I feel like I feel like I'm I'm confident but I'm also hesitant if you can be like that because it's like I still feel like I got a little bit of those issues. Like, what if you don't like like me enough, and you start to try to like, like somebody can easily sway you, and now I'm just like left out. Mm. But then I'm like, you know, I gotta trust in God because I already told God like I'm not gonna be dating nobody unless you send them for me. Mm. Like, so so you send me a person, he can't hurt me. Like, he's not supposed to hurt me. So like, you have to you have to work that out. So, I'm trying to, like, really trust on him on that, but I'm also still got, like, them scars, and so he didn't really fully work it out yet. I still have some.
1: Mmm. Mmm. That's good.
2: Okay. <clears throat> Gigi, what about you? Yeah, so, of course, every man is right in his own eyes, but because I was raised to have the character of Christ, I didn't do a lot of stuff, like, I knew that um, you know, if I could take the short end of the stick and give somebody a better one, then I would do that. And I knew how to be kind. <clears throat> I was learning how to communicate. So that wasn't really I don't think that I was the problem, is what I'm saying. I don't think Oops. that was a problem. <laughs> I know <laughs> Uh-oh. I Okay. I cheated. <laughs> okay. I cheated. And so I know that it affected my relationship in my relationship, romantic relationships in that um even if they did me wrong i will always come back and come back and come back and like tussle with them and wrestle with them so that we could be together but it's not supposed to be that way two people have to work together in order for a relationship to work and it needs to just be me working
0: so question you said you feel like you're not the problem but you just said you kept going back and back and back knowing you Mm -hmm. weren't supposed to be there so, so and and I feel like sometimes we think just because it's a because like that that in a, in our generation, we definitely see that as like a like a good thing, like a good trait about ourselves. Like we you give right. people the benefit of the doubt and we mm. go back to situations and things like that. But at the same time, because I did this and this is how I know I ended up very much the problem because I did it for two and a half years going back to a situation that I knew I should not have been in each and every time, which time and time again, you keep going back. It's some resentment there. It's some bitterness there. It's all type of feelings getting there each and every time you go back when it's really some stuff happening. So yeah. But I mean...
1: So, I got another question. So, Gigi, now since then, okay, because you definitely was the problem, Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel now, how do you feel now? Like, are you ready to be in a relationship? Do you feel like you're ready to date or do you feel like you're still mending and healing and allowing God to work on you?
2: Um, The answer that I want to give is that I'm, I'm ready, but I'm still mending though. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, feel, I said that I felt like I wasn't the problem because I was looking from a perspective of like um in terms of how you treated people. Cause I kinda got it was like a like the one person one person didn't want me to go anywhere. They didn't want they were very controlling and they talked bad about Jesus because he was Muslim. Yeah. So that was the big deal breakers for me. And I was hiding a relationship for my mom. So it was like, he, he was it was real aggressive and controlling with what I could do. Like, I understand when you get married, you submit to your husband. But we weren't married. How are you going to tell me where I can not go? Like, no. what? And then for the second one um, that I was in, seriously, I guess you could say, it was like, he would be texting me one day and talking to me nice one day. Then the next day it would be ignoring me, hanging up with my face, like um, you know, saying stuff like like just saying things that would hurt my feelings on purpose. Um, and so I was thinking only in terms of that, and like the way that we treated each other, saying that I wasn't the problem in that. Like, um, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, like me continuously going back and allowing um us to even talk was the root of the problem because if I had to let him alone left him alone, then we, I wouldn't have had that problem in the first Do place. Do you feel
1: like you ignored the signs that God was speaking to you? Because you've been in church oh. um, all your life so you basically ignored God so you was hard to take. Oh act. yes. You were Samson?
2: Oh yes. Oh yes <laughs> I
0: was. Oh child.
2: <laughs> I promise you before we even got together with the last person that I was talking to I asked God I said God is this the person that you want me to talk to? I didn't even wait on the inside. I just been even did do it. Wow. Okay. Like, no. Yes, I was Simpson. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's
1: good. Um, yeah, okay. Uh
0: Stephen, sorry you. Chow, chow, chow. I been dealing my whole life. <laughs> so, I grew up in church my whole life. You know y'all y'all know the whole story. Um So, i was I was the I don't know I don't know the other way to put it but I was the villain I was the cheater I was the Ooh. manipulator I was the like it was me it was me very much giving very much um yeah but like, most recent relationship um was like my most serious I would say and it was the first time I actually you know you're not tried like I was trying although the relationship did start out very it was a mess um but it's like well okay wait ask the question again so i don't just be rambling okay
1: um how do you feel like um do you feel like now that you can identify how your relationship with god was affected by your father
2: and Mm -hmm. basically
1: your father and disconnect or whatever you felt like the trauma was from there Mm -hmm. would you consider that um can you see now in your more intimate relationships how you might have been the problem? How you might okay. have been the one um causing damage. Cause you know, usually when we leave, we'd be like, It's you, 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 and this is what you right. Think. Like, you see how now, like, okay, I can see where I kind of added onto it.
0: Yeah. I was very self-centered. <laughs> like I'm st- like I like that's one of the things God has to do with. Like I and I feel like us as people, we always, like, we all do this just in different ways. Like, I always look at how something is benefiting me. And so, growing up, like how I told you I don't like to say stuff out loud. So, that's how I'll be in a relationship. So, mixing, I need stuff to be about me and benefit me. Plus, I don't want to speak up about nothing because I feel like it's going to be awkward or you're, you know, isn't going to be a situation. So... Yeah, I was very much the villain in a victimizing type of way because I wouldn't speak on how I felt because I felt like okay, you're not going to take it the right way from experience as well because I didn't say some things and then you know, it go left, but I feel like the major thing is I wasn't able to reciprocate what I was asking for. Mm. So I needed to be able to take certain things that I said and um Just take a conversation, but when it's vice versa, no, you can't say that. Like, don't say that to me. (laughs) Don't say that to me. Go talk to your friends about that. Go talk to somebody else about that because you come and talk to me about it. It's going to be a problem because why would you say that? Like, why do you even think like that? Like, even things that don't necessarily have anything to do with me or this person's relationship— If I didn't like the way you felt about a situation on a show we was watching, if I felt like you are thinking wrong on any type of, any small thing, I feel some type of way because it's like, why do you have that type of mindset? whole time. Because they're a whole nother person and they're not you. And you either going to accept them or you not. And so like how Gigi said, like, I would, like, we would break up. I would go back, break up. I would go back. And when, like, I ain't even got to the, to the, Like, the depths of how just out of control this relationship really got. Like, it was a mess. So, I feel like, yeah, where I went out in my relationships was just how I viewed people. And mainly, I can't—like, I wasn't able to reciprocate what I was asking for. And I feel like that goes into my relationship with God. Like, I'm not able to reciprocate what I ask him for at times.
2: Mm.
0: And it's like—and he'd be like, like, you want me to be faithful, even though I'm gonna be faithful regardless, cause I'm God, but like, but you ain't faithful mm. to me for some stuff. But I can't even get your heart sometimes. You asking mm. me for some stuff, but I you can't even put your phone down sometimes. Like, what do you what do you mean, sir? And mm. so, yeah, that's, that's my biggest problem.
1: That is reciprocation. So okay, so are you feeling like a reciprocation? So are you feeling like um. You're still not ready today? Are you ready to date? But like, where do you feel like you're at with God and He's saying, even regarding your dating life?
0: Mm, yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm far from ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's one thing I feel about me. I feel like one thing about me is I, right now, I'm far from ready. But at the same time, even whenever that does come around or God do whatever He's going to do in my love life, like, I'm going to have to go to Him every single day. Yeah second Mm. because i'm the type of person i get i like if i was in charge of my relationships it would be a mess because i'm a very i don't always want to talk like i can really sit there and just not talk to you and expect you to still feel how you felt the last time that we talked and so um yeah i'm far from ready and i feel like when i get there yeah, I'm gonna just have to be in his presence all the time because, and I said st- I'm I'm going to stop saying it, but this is the last time I'm gonna say it. I don't like people. Jeez. I don't I don't like it, and it's not that I don't like them. I just don't like the differences that I like. I don't like seeing the differences in people because I like it's it and it's very cliche because I like, it's because I see bits and pieces of myself and other people mm-hmm. and. I'd be like, ew! I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that. Stop it! And if you don't stop it, I don't want to be around you. Like, stop, ew! But yeah, I I I, I need a lot of work.
1: No, but that is good, and I'm glad um that you can be honest and say I'm not ready because see, it's funny how I relate to you so much when you have those kind of feelings because that's how I was. I don't want to see your flawed parts parts because it's gonna keep them. Hope I like you so much more than you like me. I can't (laughs) see it. If I see it, I will break up with you for something petty. And it's usually the good people that I break up with, like, ridiculousness. Right. But I definitely see how I was the problem. It was me. Hello. Yeah. It's me.
0: (laughs) Because I feel like I was one of them people that, like, I would hide my flaws and I feel like you should do the same. Mm,
2: Right. right.
0: (laughs) Like, why aren't you? Like, why are you so open about how you feel? Why are you so open about this part of... Like, what? You know that that thought was a bad thought or a terrible thought that would be looked down on by everybody. But you decided (laughs) to tell me? Like, why would you tell me that? Like, I don't want to hear that. And so, yeah, I gotta... Like, I just have to... I feel like, yeah, I have to learn how to extend the grace in a way. Like, because... It'd be too much. Like, i will be like, I don't want to hear. Like, I'd really be sitting there fighting myself on the inside when talking to people sometimes because it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I want to hang up. I want to hang up. I want to hang up. I want to oh, walk wow. away. I want to walk away. Like, I don't. Like, this is. Sub- like, it gets very awkward on the inside of me. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, why did you think that was okay to say? <laughs> like, no. It'd so be too much. Think,
1: do you think that also has a play in you being an only child? Like, I know you got um, cousins and, you know.
0: And that's the thing. Yeah. I give very much energy. I have an older brother. Older. I have two older brothers, two older sisters. One brother on my dad's side, one brother on my mom's side, one sister on my dad's side, one sister on my mom's side. I grew up with my mom's side mostly because, yeah, my dad was in and out. Yeah, like that. But I feel like it It very much does. Like I was all, like I grew up learning how to play with myself because I'm the youngest. Like my sister is what, twenty. 25 something like that my brother is 31 so I was always really the youngest and it's nobody really around my age and my family so I'm like yeah like it was very much I've always been my, by myself or with my mom and so I don't really yeah I don't really deal with people much like that it, right. <laughs> they don't be given
1: to share that vulnerable space is like, no, I ain't got room for yours. I, I, got, I got enough of my own stuff,
0: right? Like,
1: and I get that vibe because my niece is not an only child, but she's raised here in this household. And she, like, she sometimes give only child vibes. Like, people come over and sis be locking herself in the room. And I'd be like, those are your brothers and sisters out there. I mean, you got to entertain. Right. Me. You don't want her friends to come over. she be like, why did you invite them without asking me? It's like they're your friends. It was, it was looking for you, like, for me. yeah. And, and I feel like, no, <laughs> keep going. No, I mean I said it's refreshing to hear someone else to say that because it's like you know you got to be able to relate.
0: It's like, yeah, oh. but I feel like growing up, I stay in my head. I posted that thing the other day. That up on where she was like, um, when I'm in my room acting on my scenarios and then stop and yeah. realize like I like no, you're displaying serious signs of mental illness. I feel like growing up keep like when I say it's some thoughts, like, and that's why I feel uh, the type of way I feel, because like, it's some thoughts I would never say to anybody because it's like staying in your head so much and creating these scenarios and feel like keeping everything on the inside and internalizing the thing really, really affect because like it, like if, if you never let nothing out, never let nothing out, you don't let out the fact that, you felt some type of way about your mama yelling yesterday or you don't let out the fact that you've like just certain things, Mm -hmm. it will really plague you. And now you like, cause you're not like you, like we all make the joke, like, oh, when you think about something that you should have said in an argument, that's, that's a form of it. So dwelling on it. Why are you thinking about that? Why are you internalizing that? Why, why like, and so you, when you dwell on certain things like that, it goes into your other relationships. Because now when something similar like that happens, now it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Because when I was younger, I used to just sit there quietly and take it and just allow it to happen. So now in this relationship, I'm going to do the same thing. Bad in this relationship that i'm terribly unhappy in because i'm not going to voice that i'm unhappy although it's very much seen it's very much known but i'm not going to voice it we're just going to sit here and we're going to act like we happy we're going to still have sex we're still going to do what we going to do because at the end of the day it don't matter because nobody's going to voice anything because once you vo- like i said earlier once you voice it it's real <laughs> And now you have to address uh-huh. it. And now y'all either going to sit here and be like, y'all going to sit here and now be very much known that like, y'all don't like each other, but y'all choosing to stay with each other or y'all. And it's that simple. So, yeah.
3: You're mm. that
1: it, get, it gets it
0: gets hectic
1: bad lady <laughs> not you bad Bag lady but no but that's for real because it's going to hurt and I can see that I can, I can understand I can see that because it was you know it was a lot of things like I said I didn't tell because there's no trust I wasn't vulnerable like so if something happened I'm not going to talk about it it's better it was always to me and it also comes from this, this this um thought process in the the POC community where we got to break, we got to break it. Oh, it's not that bad. Sweep it under the rug. No, right. because things will come up and bubble up in traumatic situations. And it seems like an outbreak to other people. Like this was just sporadic, but really it's been breaking you inside and it finally exploded and it's finally coming out. So you start to react in different ways. It's like, um, like all of a sudden it's like, I just didn't have a pimple three hours ago and now it's there. It's like, it's been festering under the
0: right.
1: It's already always been an infection there. And we sweep things under the rug because, you know, instead of getting to the root. because it even goes back to when you said you told your mom, I want to go to therapy. And you didn't get therapy until boom. So when you finally implemented the thing that was supposed to help, it actually became something that pushed on the trauma instead of
0: helping the the,
1: um, pain. So I I understand that because that was me. I went and you right. We sit down here. We don't really like each other. We don't put hands on each other. We just sit. Shout out. Just gonna be like, yeah, this, this is it. right. Be the, of the, the physical, but there's nothing emotional. Emotional is nothing spiritual. And it, and I feel like it just shows us how goes back to how we really need to let God be in our relationships and guide us. And I love that we all be like, you know, I don't know if I'm ready.
0: You right? Because what's it called? Like I feel like one thing that i very much make it up friendships and anywhere is validate people's trauma because if yeah. your biggest trauma you ain't got no bread that because that's the biggest if that's the biggest thing you've ever went through in your life and that's making you second guess life if that's making whatever it is i'm going to like I'm gonna let you know the real like it's some people going through some deeper things but I hate when people say that because it's like so because else somewhere experience something that you feel is bigger than what I'm going through right now I'm not allowed to emotions or express them at all so now I'm gonna keep them inside because you because it's clearly not big enough so like you said sweeping it under the rug I'm gonna just sweep it under the rug because it's not that serious not that serious other people going through bigger things so i'ma just deal with it myself instead of you know expressing it or trying to work through it so yeah mm,
1: that is good i'm glad you guys all share that but and so you say you know me, on the other hand, honestly, I was the problem. I'm one who kept stuff in, like you said. I just, you know, even if something was wrong, I never really addressed it at that time because I'd rather not see it. I don't like, I never like seeing other people's flaws. It was a, such a turnoff, such a turnoff. And um, one thing I realized, especially when I moved to Texas after a while, when God was like, you need a break break. And um, it was like, when I came here, I had time to think that every ex said the same thing about me you're like a brick wall you're so distant you don't really show emotion unless it's like something you want like it's always the display of maybe outside in the open meaning like not even outside in open like I, they got to call me to them otherwise i can be very standoffish i can be like all right get right. Off. You know right they used to be like in the summertime when i to hold hands i was the person be like it's too hot to hold to hold hands hold my hand like what's what wrong with you it's too hot <laughs> that me. I was the problem. But because also I never want anyone to get close enough to see the flaws. I, you know, like... Right. I to, but... And and then if you do like my flaws, don't show your flaws. Only like my flaws. My flaws are going to take <laughs> your
0: stuff. Right. Like, I need
1: you to pack it up now. Like, I don't have time for that. And like, even when I was in relationships and they would cry, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know whether to hug them. I would just look. Like, I would be lost. Like, the emotional part was a disconnect because I also mm-hmm. feel like just, I wasn't shown enough of that and what was told to me um, by someone was like, well, you should have requested that. Why do I got to request something from certain individuals that it should be given? Like, you know, like if you have parents, your parents give you love, love on your children. You had us like, why well, I got to tell you, I need a, like, I need a hug, but I've never experienced that growing up because with me, in the relationships that I dealt with and how adults dealt with me, it's always been a disconnect. It's always been like very sturdy. You got to do this, you got to do that. And it's like, after some time, it's like, maybe I wasn't hugged enough because I even remember a time like when the kids, like when my niece was younger and she would just come up and randomly hug me, I would freak out. Like, why is she just hugging me? Like, yeah. what is it that you want? And it's really be nothing. And so when they say, I love you, I had to learn to grow through that. And God, I believe he planted me here around all the kids and where to be. So I can learn what I'm um, loved love to receive love and what what people give love and they don't really want nothing like now the kids would be like auntie nina i love you like i know that sound but generally it's pure it's something that i just want to give you you get what i'm saying and it was a wall i had to take down because every ex and they all didn't know each other used to be like yo I can't get through to you like you get mad and and then and then what used to make me mad is why y'all saying stuff to get a reaction at me out of me talk about something you like this brick wall i can say anything to you so why are you talk? first of all you seem crazy for talking to a brick wall that's one all
0: right you were why? the problem you right, were you're the, problem. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> no. you're the problem now.
1: and why are you trying to get a reaction out of me to rile me up so why are you trying to purposely hurt me but i didn't know this that i didn't know how to love people how they needed to be loved what i consider love right is love language is not their love language what they consider love see my loves was acts i might buy you stuff i might and, and but to me that's love because i'm considering you i'm thinking about you i studied you i know everything you like i know how you want your sandwich from this spot this spot this spot i know how you want it made i like i know but that wasn't love the material things but but that's what i consider love because that's what also moving on, like in the, in just the choices I made in life, that's what I considered love. Like, if you like me, you gotta give me money. If you like, like, it was, it was that, but it's not that because I even received that at one point in time in the relationship and it wasn't enough. And God had to really sit me down and like, like to really evaluate. And I really have to, I'm with you. I have to take everything to God. Like I asked God about a person, like, who are they? Why are they here? If they account counterfeit, remove them and people be disappearing. And I'd and be like, well, there's that. You get what I'm saying? We're gonna leave it at that. But what I also noticed is um I, I bought that. I'm not saying like they, they didn't do anything, but I know a lot of what my trauma and my baggage was cause it was a cause and effect type of thing. Because I was like that, it affected them to get close, so it affected them to go out. Not saying that justified them, but I can see how it was a domino effect of that's why Nina, maybe they did. You get what I'm saying? And again, not in my head rationalizing because you were dirtbag too. Cause you did that, but you, you know, it was me pointing fingers. I see many fingers pointing back at me and i refused to look at myself. And when I moved, I really got a chance when like, I really slowed down in relationships and I had to, that's why God said, I need you to walk this journey of purity. I need you to take the sex out of it because when you take it out of it, you realize you don't even like that person. Like the high of which I do with that. You don't even really like them at all. Like they telling you, you love you. Do you really love them? You lying. Get over here. But now, um, actually, even last year, I took a whole year off of dating because I had encountered two counterfeits at the end of 2020. And I just said, I was not ready. I was like, you know what? The dating world is ghetto. This ain't it. They're they're predatory. They're preying on people. And I don't like it. And so 2020, I realized, and I think I was talking to Nafisa, I was like, yo, I haven't dated for a year, but I didn't even notice that I didn't date for a year like, you know, even consider to go on a date because I was busy with the things God wanted me to do and the desires that he want. Because every night, you know, you know, of course, I'd be like, God, you know, before it's like, am I like, I never even had the desire for marriage at one point in time, like never. And then all of a sudden God gave me that desire and that frightened me. And it was like, why would you want, why would I want this? What happened if you disappoint me? What happened if it doesn't happen? What happened? What happened? And he's like, if you chill out, I'm not saying you're getting married tomorrow, sis. I'm saying I gave you the desire because there's some things that need to be broken. And I say this year, like, I'm ready to, I'm I'm ready to date. Like, I'm ready to try, but I needed a whole year to recover from two counterfeits. That says a lot. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. So yes, I was definitely the problem. And I'm at a point where it's like, okay, God, you know, if you send someone, I'm not going out there purposely looking like, of course I have my eye on somebody, but I, I never feel in God, God has not given me to go to say hi. Like, y'all know I'd be joking. Like, Sha, how you slide into my DM? And God's like, don't you do it? I can't even take a screenshot of this person's picture. And that's how I know it's like boundaries, Nina, because y'all, I used to be a stalker in my former life. (laughs) That is showing stalker traits. You don't want to pull up one of them and be like, yeah, I got this picture of you. Just go to their own Instagram and just show them. Like, look, you know, we follow each other. Like, calm down. Take it slow and breathe before you start picking up dictionaries, writing love letters. I'm crying. Combinations, showing up at their house. That was me. So, you know, it's either I do too. I do. I don't do enough or I go overboard. I don't have no chill. And that's right. And so, yeah. So you know, I'm leaving in God's hand, but I am ready date. I do be telling God, like, okay, God, I'm ready. Like if you if it's your will this year for me and it doesn't distract me from the things that you are calling me to do, I'm ready. But last year I really wasn't ready. Last year I was just like, No. <laughs> but yeah.
3: So and what I, was it like uh, for y'all after? Cause like After, after it, what? Something, like after the relationships. Cause like if something was wrong in my relationships, like I would not care for you at all. It'll be like we never dated. Like I would, it would just be like, we never dated. Like, well, I was, I can care about you so much. That'd be over. And, yeah, it'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't even blink twice and get a direction, not fletched, nothing. Child. Like, I didn't even know you.
0: Child. I feel like in the, because re- like, okay, so I'm going to talk about my most recent relationship. Um well, I'm going to talk about them, because in a way, it was like if I was on and off with somebody, if we off, Of course, I still feel some type of way about you. Of course, I still like you probably, but it's up and it's stuck and I'm finna go do what I want to do. Because if we off, we off. And so after my last relationship, when we was really done, done, and I was actually seeking God and stuff, there was a time where I was very, me and God was wrestling because it was like, why would you let me go through all of this? Why you, ain't, it was like, first of all, it was like, why you ain't called me earlier? Because why you let me go through all of this? Then second, it was like, why you let me go through all of this? And now I didn't even get to like, I don't even get the benefits of it. Like I didn't build this person up. I didn't went through all of this and that. We didn't have all of these, because like, even in a relationship, even if you not necessarily seeking God, you can still get revelation because mm-hmm. we, when I say me and this person then went to different levels, understood different things and things like that. And I don't get no benefits from it. Like, God, what's going on? So like, I feel like after the relationship, it was very much, it was given very much like, um, bitter co-parenting without the baby. Like (laughs) it, it was, it was just a mess. And it was, and then even in times of like, when I like seasons of being by myself, like, it was a civil war in my head because it's like what like why not be with them like why not because i think i told y'all before like i talked to this person um during the time me and my ex was like not talking and they was a christian but they told me pretty like and i was telling them like i don't wanna do nothing because we both was christians but we ended up doing something and then i was like okay no we're not no we we can't no, we can't be doing this and so they end up telling me they would still regardless of being a christian knowing jesus knowing what they know would still end up to marry at the end of the day and so i feel like after the relationship it was just a lot of a lot of Realization and a lot of soul searching in the wrong places. I mm-hmm. will say that because, and God had to just show me like it was like God, God, one thing God showed me was that you can't blame it on no relationship. You can't blame it on no person. You can't blame it on nothing outside of yourself because even when you got out of this relationship, you were still the same person. You were still angry You were still lustful You were still looking at other people It wasn't this person making you look at other people It's just you That's just you That's just you And I have some things that I need to work out of you And so that's how it went for me After my um, relationships It was just a sense of reality I would say And I feel like it's still that Because it's like Feelings are always going to be there Feelings are crazy They deceptive And be all over the place but reality is reality and once you check out of fantasy and expectations and what you want it gets serious and it get hectic and it get crazy so yeah that that's how it went for me that's how it's going for me
1: hmm. well <clears throat> all right for me um it was it's it it, it it was like a riot, it sounds like a war, what, what it sounds like right now for you and um it always that's why I had to sit so much and heal so much because I would go one after another after another after another and I was mm-hmm. and, then, and it was a war in my head and then at one point in time if I broke up with you I didn't want you but I didn't want you to also to be happy with somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you I know,
0: wish you know. would. Like right. no, you don't and, know.
1: Right. <laughs> bitter and now I'm stalking you and I'm looking to see what you're doing. And it, 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 um, a lot of my exes, I can't say that I'm like friends with, you know, it was some Mm. exes that I would purposely make cry. Like I would break up with one of my exes every day just to see them cry. That's how much callous was on my heart. And I would do it on purpose and everybody didn't like me. One of my exes, because, and and this one I was good to, I was just telling somebody who was trying to pursue me. I had a boyfriend. And they went and beat them up. And because I didn't want to be with them, because they look like Wait, the
0: person... Wait, 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 wait. The person that wanted you went and beat up your boyfriend?
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: And then I'm sorry. You like they, and you look
0: like Martin from that episode lumped up. No. And I just
1: couldn't. And mm. see, I saw a flaw instead of seeing the person you was, because you got hurt. And first of all, I guess that was heroic. That was, like, poetic, right? Like, dang, you was defending my honor. I love, laugh, <laughs> but I didn't react like that, and you know, and still now, you know, and sometimes I feel like you know it was it's the whole cycle. Did I mess this up? Did I regret? Uh, um, did I miss? Right. Like, should I had just stayed a bit longer? Would it have really worked out? And God is saying, no, I need you to cleanse. I want to cleanse you from that because where I don't want you to go into the next is with that baggage, with that residue. And I feel like God has really been working on me. And he even he even spoken to me literally about how. Um, just reacting because we know blasts from the past always try to come back, and I believe God to test you to mm-hmm. see if that taste is gone out your mouth. And I've been shutting things down. I've been, I've been, I've been shutting it down. I've been stomping them out like they was water buzz <laughs> trying to come oh, out. Wait. Like nope you're dead like I don't even play like it's dead and I see now like now in my maturity spiritual maturity not even in my age just the maturity of me understanding and knowing who God is and a father's love and he said this is how I love you this is how I will love on you this is what I would do I wouldn't because we got to understand we do have to submit when we get in relationships it doesn't matter the role man to woman woman to man you have to submit and it means that if you're a man or your wife, your husband, or your wife sits here and corrects you in a way. It's not out a way to like expose your flaws. It's like, I want to help you with something
2: Right.
1: And submit. And we got to talk through it because there is work that needs to be put in, especially if we're seeking kingdom marriages, this work that needs to be put in. And God has to show me how, first of all, I need you to identify how I will love you. So why would I give you over to someone? And why would I give someone that is mine over to you to treat them any kind of way? That's not what you're going to do. You need to know my love. And he was like, I don't want any of that baggage. Like, if you want it to be healthy. And one of the dreams God showed me, he showed me that me and um, prophetically, me and my husband won't have any skeletons in our closet. That means there will be trust, there will be vulnerability there that we can work out. Now, you're not going to be completely healed by the time you Mm -hmm. meet your other half, but your other half will help you continue to work out of that. Like you know, they're there. They're placing your life to help you grow more because you're supposed to grow. No, it's it's a mm-hmm. it's a garden that God plants you in. It's being cultivated so you guys can grow. It happens, and so um, I, I I truly like I think like that is that that's just so good because it it, it was bad. Like I used to like it used to be a riot in, in, in depression. But God had to not only free my heart, heal my heart, but He had to free my mind. And once He did that, like I felt like once I heard the chains fall off my mind in February 2020. It was like amazing because one, I didn't know I was in bondage. I didn't, I really didn't know. Cause my heartache was linked to depression, was linked to suicidal thoughts and actions. I didn't know that because it was a form of rejection. And also I was rich. So because I'm rejected, I'm rejecting others. And so I felt like it was like, it like, it was just, it's just amazing what you could see God do. And that's why I'm like, you know what? I feel better now. Now, I don't know if I'm wholeheartedly, but like I said, God, I'm ready to get back out there and see because I don't have like before when I get in relationships, I used to have an ex that would call an ex I had to, like, even if it wasn't for a while, we ain't talking it's like, oh no, they just my ex. We we talking for each other in years, and the person I'm with is like, yo, but I'm not feeling you talking to them. And I'm like, Well, get over it. I'm not gonna like there's no disrespect. Like with the next thing, God said, I need you to cut it off because everything that's old has passed away. It didn't work out for a reason. You need to
0: next time on Unsinkable.
1: That when we come out, they tell us that God hates us. No, God hates the sin, He don't hate you. He disagrees with that. He he can't be close because He's a holy God. Hence sent Jesus, hence the ultimate love. The Father, we just we seen the Father, a Father's love when He sent Jesus. It's the ultimate redemption love story. And it's like, because I can't let you be close, but I want you close.